Let's talk about business ethics in the second part of the lecture uh, on chapter 12. According to some management scientists, business ethics is a phenomenon that brings together two apparently contradictory concepts. They say that business is some way unethical or inherently bad, or its best is outside of our normal moral considerations. To some extent, given various organizational scandals and undesirable business activities, it is not surprising that some people think this way. However, just because such malpractices take place does not mean that there are not some kinds of values or principles driving such decisions. After all, even what we might think of as bad ethics are still ethics of a sort. And also think about it, many uh, everyday business activities require the maintenance of basic ethical standards, such as honesty, trustworthiness, and cooperation. The business activity would be impossible if corporate directors always lied, if buyers and sellers never trusted each other, or if employees refused to ever help each other. So rather than blaming business ethics as a contradictory phenomenon that cannot go anywhere, it makes more sense to try and understand why unethical decisions that lead to corporate um, wrongdoings get made in the first place, then try and discover whether more acceptable business decisions and approaches can be deployed. In business ethics, by right and wrong, we mean morally right and wrong as opposed to, for example, commercially, strategically, legally, or financially right or wrong. Speaking of right and wrong, is it uh, in any way distinct from the law? The law is also about issues of right and wrong, right? There is indeed considerable overlap between ethics and the law. In fact, the law is essentially a codification of ethics into specific social rules and regulations, but the two are not equivalent. Perhaps the best way of thinking about ethics and the law is in terms of two intersecting domains. The law might be said to be a definition of the minimum acceptable standards of behavior. However, many morally contestable issues, whether in business or elsewhere, are not explicitly covered by the law. For example, there is no law in many countries presenting businesses from testing their products on animals using child labor or preventing their employees from joining a union. Similarly, there are issues that are covered by the law, but we know that they are not really about ethics. For example, for publicly traded companies, the firm must form a board of directors by law. So business ethics can be set to begin where the law ends. Business ethics is primarily concerned with those issues not covered by the law or where there is no definite consensus on whether something is right or wrong. Discussion about the ethics of uh, particular business practices may eventually lead to legislation once some kind of consensus is reached. But for most of the issues of interest to business ethics, the law typically does not currently provide us with guidance. For this reason, it is often said that business ethics is about the gray areas of business. So there is no definitive right answer to many business ethics problems, and as is the case with issues such as the animal testing of products, executive pay, or child labor, business ethics problems are open to different points of view. It is not like subjects such as accounting, finance, engineering, or business law, where you're supposed to learn specific procedures and facts 
in order to make objectively correct decisions. Therefore, it is important to it is important for leaders to create an, uh, an organizational culture, an environment where unethical behavior is clearly defined and is not tolerated. By an, an ethical environment, we mean an organizational structure where control and reward systems set realistic goals and expectations for the employees. In structures where employees are not left with any choice, but cut the corners. We cannot talk about a health organizational environment where even basic um, ethical standards can be maintained. Think about the Wells Fargo fake account scandal. You can find a very interesting documentary on Netflix about it, but briefly, three years ago, it has been revealed that the branch workers and managers at Wells Fargo had opened millions of fake accounts and issued debit and credit cards without customer knowledge. When the massive fraud was noticed by customers and received vast public attention, Wells Fargo executives blamed their employees. They were just bad apples, according to the company. But when you watch the documentary, you'll see that the systematic and widespread fraud across all U.S. branches was the outcome of an unethical organizational climate, a.k.a. bad barrel. As the whistleblowers in the documentary and then many ex and current employees said, the bank set unrealistic daily sales targets and put excessive pressure on employees. If the branch did not hit its targets, the employees were threatened to be fired. So in the end, it was not a bad, a few bad apples that caused a scandal, but the bad barrel that spoiled the apples. Okay, as an individual employee or uh, a strategic leader, what would you do when you face an ethical dilemma? For the gray areas, some organizations circulate codes of conduct. Also, there are codes of conduct that are circulated by the institutions of some professions, such as medical doctors. These codes of conduct may help you guide your decisions in an, uh, in an ethically correct way. But if such codes are not available or do not cover the particular issue you face, you may ask yourself whether you feel comfortable explaining your behavior to others, including your family, your friends, or a larger community. Alrighty, I guess it's all I have for this semester. I hope you learned valuable things and this class was worth your time. Hope you are glad that um, you picked my section. On my end, I'm glad that you picked me as your instructor in this course. I enjoyed working with you all. Of course, this is not a goodbye. I'll see you in class.